0: Welcome hello and welcome to the Gathering Church at Home, Mother's Day edition. Happy Mother's Day, moms out there. To my mom, and I get to do this and you guys don't, so I'm sorry, but to my mom, happy Mother's Day. I love you so much. You have taught me so much about being kind and generous and you are so full of life and you are fun. And you have taught me hospitality and you taught me how to have joy in every single season. And you taught me how to do a holiday right. And you taught me that when it's your birthday or Christmas or Easter or Memorial Day or any holiday, if it's the weekend, calories don't count. I love you, Mom. Happy Mother's Day. And uh, what a unique Mother's Day this is when we as spouses and children all find ourselves at home for Mother's Day and eight weeks into a quarantine together. Moms usually want to have uh, Mother's Day together. All they want for Mother's Day is to have all their kids and and their, their people together so that they could all go to Golden Corral and enjoy the buffet together. But today for Mother's Day, I'm thinking most moms probably just want to be all alone with nobody needing anything from them, nobody bothering them, nobody looking at them. I'm guessing it's a different kind of Mother's Day. Today I want to spend a few minutes on a topic that I touched on last week. I want to talk about what it looks like to do ministry in your home uh, to the people that you live with, whoever that is, and really specifically, I want to talk about honor, honoring one another, and we can start by talking about how we can honor our mothers. If you're married and you have kids, I need to speak to you today, but I also Want to speak to you if you're grown up and your parents are still living or if you're single and you've got roommates or if you're married but you got no kids. Because here's what I think. I think that a message about honor is something that everybody needs right now when we've all been cooped up for weeks and feeling a little bit grumpy. <laughs> I think, I think if there is one consistent side effect to multiple weeks of uh, quarantine or stay at home orders, it is some grumpiness am I right isn't that true have you been a little bit real, and I have this cute thing that we like to do and every couple has a cute thing you know and ours is that we like to say the exact same thing to each other in a irritated voice over and over again like the other person doesn't get it and so an example would be the dog is crazy because she needs a walk No, she's misbehaving because she has too much energy. Well, she needs to walk because that's why she's acting like this. No, she's got so much energy and that's why she can't stop chewing on everything. And this could go on for a long time. (laughs) It's so cute. We are a dream couple. (laughs) We are are the, the model to follow. Can you relate? Is anybody else doing this or is it just us? Maybe you spent the first three weeks of this quarantine just thinking about how nice it was to be at home, to be with your people, how great it was to to be with the kids at home and how cool they are and how great your kids are. And now maybe you're just Googling what happens to my kids if they watch YouTube for 12 hours straight. The reality is many of us are probably starting to feel pressure on our relationships And that can be a real challenge when you know that tomorrow you're going to wake up and be in the exact same place, doing the exact same thing with the exact same people. It's completely normal to start to feel pressure and to struggle with it. I think everybody in the world is going through the exact same thing right now. But here's what I believe. If we can address what comes out of us in this season of pressure, we can address what comes out of us in every other season as well. I've heard it said that when you squeeze an orange, it's always orange juice that comes out of it. Whatever comes out of us when we're placed under pressure, it was what was already inside of us to begin with. And so instead of being squeezed into irritation and frustration and impatience or anything else you may be feeling with the people you're stuck with, I want to see what we can do to replace those things with honor today? What would it look like if in a season of pressure, what comes out of us is honor for the people that we are in it with? One of the Ten Commandments talks about honor and specifically about honoring our parents. Exodus 20, 12 says, Honor your father and mother so that you may live long in the land God has given you. For all the college students out there, this is a very real blessing that's attached to this command. If you honor your parents, they may allow you to keep living in your childhood bedroom, which would be great for this season where the schools are closed. We got to honor our parents. Maybe you're familiar with this verse and and you you try to live under this verse, but uh, you don't have a lot of practical framework for really, what it actually really means to honor your parents. Maybe, maybe for you, you never really understood why it was important to honor your parents or, or why it should be on this list. Or in theory, it sounds good to honor your parents. You like the idea of honoring your parents, but you're not really sure what that plays out to be. Why should we honor moms on Mother's Day and every day? Why should we honor fathers with Father's Day and every day except for Mother's Day? Why? Why should we show honor to our parents? And I think that the answer, in simple words, is to because to honor somebody is to show love to somebody. And to show love to somebody is to be Jesus to somebody. I think the the reason that honor is so important and honor in our relationships is so important is because all of this and the the things in this world, this life, it's all going to pass away. The coronavirus will pass away. The worries that you have in this season will pass away. The anxiety you have about whether or not you're going to lose your job will pass away. The anxiety you have about finding another job is going to pass away. The struggle that you're facing with provision right now is going to pass away. All of these things that that we are so worried about in this present moment, they are going to pass away. All of these things will pass away, but a few things will always remain. Faith, hope, and love. And the greatest of these things is love. And when we honor somebody, we're showing love to that person. And sometimes I think we are a lot better at showing love to people who live outside of our home than we are to showing love to people who live inside of our home. Isn't that true? Don't, don't we do that? I think often we offer a whole lot more grace to people who it's not as important to offer grace to. We need to be people who show honor. Let's learn how to show honor in our homes today. Three very simple things that you need to know about honor and how we show it for this Mother's Day. First, honor is intentional. Honor is intentional. This may seem obvious, but to honor someone, you have to decide to honor them. Here's what I know. Sometimes we think things sound right or make sense or we agree with them, but we don't do well in the follow-through. Like, yes, I, I know I should honor my mother or, or my wife, and I think it's a great idea, but then we make no changes to our daily routine. We make no changes in the way that we've already been doing things. And so even though we agree with it and it sounds good to us and it makes sense to us to honor someone, our attitude and our actions never change because we never decided to change them. We honor people when we intentionally honor them. Jesus modeled this with his mother. I know we naturally think of Jesus as the son of God. Whenever we think of Jesus, that's kind of where it goes. You picture white robe. He's got the purple sash and Jesus is the son of God, but he was also the son of Mary. I don't know if you've ever really thought about that. Jesus was the son of Mary. She nursed him. She raised him. She loved him and he loved her. And since he was her firstborn son, he had some cultural responsibilities to her. When her husband Joseph died, which happened sometime before Jesus entered his ministry, it became Jesus' job to care for her and to provide for her. Now, Jesus had a lot to do. He was very important. It would be easy to have forgotten to take care of his mother. It would have been easy to forget to provide for her or care for her or maybe to intend to provide for his mother or care for his mother but to let it go because he had all this stuff to do like saving all of humanity you know healing all these lepers (laughs) leopards were a real problem in the old testament and Jesus is out there taking care of and maybe maybe it would have been easy for him to have felt all the pressure of the responsibility of the things that he had to lead all the places he had to go he had to travel a lot for work and it's hard to care for somebody at home when you've got to travel a lot for work, to be intentional with it and, and think about those things. And Jesus made the choice to intentionally honor His mother despite all the other pressures He had in His life. And He was on the cross dying for my sin and for your sin. And He was separated from God for the first time ever. And He's overwhelmed with the literal weight of the world. And He does this in John chapter 19. It says Jesus' mother, his aunt, Mary, the wife of Clopas, and Mary Magdalene stood at the foot of the cross. And Jesus saw his mother and the disciple he loved standing near her. and he said to his mother, "Woman, here is your son." And then to the disciple, "Here is your mother." And from that moment, the disciple accepted her as his own mother. What Jesus was doing was passing on his responsibility to somebody else. That's that's what it looks like to intentionally show honor. He made eye contact, he listened, and he gave something to her. It means showing honor means putting aside your needs for a moment in order to consider how to show value to somebody else. Intentionally show honor to one another in your home. Each day, take a moment, even if you're busy, even if the weight of the world is on your shoulders. I know everybody's under a lot of pressure right now. And it's hard to be thinking about other people. When you're, you're, You may be thinking, I am thinking about other people. I'm thinking about how to provide for them. I'm thinking about how to care for myself. I'm thinking about all of these things. And, and I know, I know, there's so much pressure that everybody's got right now. But that is why it is so important that we make an intentional decision to honor one another, even when the weight of the world sits on our shoulders, to show value to the people that we live with. Set aside time and space in your day in order to make sure that it happens. In our home, we use the term intentional space. It means that we have set aside some intentional space to do something intentional as a family or as a couple. I would encourage you to set aside intentional space to show honor to your parents, to your spouse, to your children, to your roommates, to your friends. Build a culture of honor in the place where you live and your home will begin to look more like the home that Jesus has called you to establish. We gotta do some simple, some practical things. I think it would look like a couple times a week, You know, make a point to show honor in a way that is special. Maybe that means an intentional date night once a week or an intentional evening of eye contact and conversation. Maybe it means a gift like some flowers or chocolate. Maybe it means washing their car. Everybody's got pollen all over their cars right now. Their cars look disgusting. Wash somebody's car, show them some value. It could be anything. It's important to know the way that people receive value. If there's somebody in your life that you want to show honor to it first thing you need to do is learn what makes them feel valued and then do those things intentionally set space and time aside to care for them in a way that makes them feel cared for which is probably different than the way you feel cared for don't do what you would want for them do what they would want for them and show them honor intentionally second honor is sacrificial In Proverbs 31, 31, it says, Honor her for all that her hands have done and let her works bring her praise at the city gate. But Proverbs 31 woman, it talks about all these great attributes and things that a Proverbs 31 woman would do to earn all this praise and honor at the end of this passage. And you know what? This right here, honor her for all that her hands have done. This is a great starting point because you got to show some honor to your wife or, or mother or the mother of your children because of all the hard work that she's done. Honestly, there's probably a whole lot more out there that she's done or doing that she's not receiving any honor for. And you need to figure out what those things are, the things you take for granted and, and bring her some praise for those things. She deserves it, she's earned it. But honor is about more than praising somebody for what their hands have done. Honor isn't earned, honor is given. We live in a very quid pro quo culture. If I do for you, you do for me. And when you're cooped up at home with somebody for nine weeks, it can get a whole lot worse. Uh, why should I do the dishes? You never do the dishes. Why should I clean and fold all this laundry? I didn't wear it all. These aren't my clothes. Why, why should I, why should I make your plate? You never make mine. Why should I pull your, pour your cereal? You didn't buy the lucky charms I asked for. Why should we, why should you do, why should this? Odds are you've had some arguments over this season as a result uh, of some quid pro quo culture in your home. Resentment, over these little things that builds up and then it just erupts. Maybe it's a million little things that have just been getting under your skin. And there is a cure for this. It's in Philippians 2, verse 3. It says, Do nothing out of selfish ambition or vain conceit. Rather, in humility, value others above yourself, not looking to your own interests, but each of you to the interest of others. Do nothing out of selfish ambition. That means that instead of asking, why should I do this for you if you haven't done that for me? It means I choose to show you honor regardless of what you do for me. It's sacrificial. Maybe this challenges your whole worldview. Maybe you're a fairness person. No, it's not fair. I'm not going to do it. Maybe you're arguing with me on the TV right now saying, no, that's not fair. I can't hear you. (laughs) As followers of Jesus, we shouldn't be asking what's fair. We shouldn't be asking for what's fair in our lives. Romans 6.23 says the wages of sin is death. What's fair for us for the mistakes that we've made and continue to make is for God to allow us to die and enter a total separation from Him. But instead, He sent Jesus, who in one very one-sided exchange sacrificed Himself so that we could have life. If you believe that that is true, and if it directs your worldview, and if it's what you, you center your life around, which I hope it is, then you shouldn't be going around not showing love or honor to people in your life because it's not fair. Fair has nothing to do with it. Jesus says, in the way that I have loved you, so you should love one another. And the way that he loved was sacrificial and one-sided at times. And that's what we're called to do, not just for a spouse, but for everybody. That means show honor, even when you think they haven't earned it. That means show honor. Even when you think they don't deserve it, when you think they deserve the opposite, it means we make a choice as followers of Jesus to show somebody honor in a way that is sacrificial. And maybe your spouse has been moping around the house for days or weeks, grumpy, wearing their grumpy pants, mad about everything, just, just a real hard person to be around. Maybe they haven't done anything to help you in this quarantine. Don't look at them right now. Keep looking at me. (laughs) Maybe you have a whole list of reasons why you shouldn't have to create intentional space to honor this person. Honor them anyways. Create time to honor your grumpy husband. Create time to honor your frustrated wife. Create time to honor your unbearable roommate. Show honor intentionally, even when nobody deserves it. What happens is as we do so, we also begin to soften their hearts and we all begin to treat each other a little bit better. See, honor, deserved or otherwise, could be the difference between your relationships thriving or failing during this crisis. Which brings me to my last point. Very simply, honor is beneficial. Honor is beneficial. Here's the the big answer to why we should show honor. And this is Mother's Day. And if you hear anything that we say, that I say this morning, I hope it's this. It's that when you show honor to somebody, everybody benefits. There's a saying that we use a lot in my house. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody happy. If mama ain't happy, ain't nobody. This, the opposite is true as well. When we show honor to somebody, it lifts them up and the people around them lift as well. It's beneficial, it's beneficial. Paul says this in Romans 12, 9, Love must be sincere. That word about sincerity. We communicate sincerity by not just using our words, but also by using our actions and our attitudes. That's how love is sincere. It's when we don't just talk about loving somebody, but when our actions reflect love to somebody, when our attitude reflects love to somebody, when we're not intentionally honoring somebody with a frowny face because the pastor said we had to, but when we make a decision in our hearts to show honor to somebody, that's what he means by love must be sincere. Hate what is evil, cling to what is good. Verse 10, be devoted to one another in love and honor one another above yourselves. Devote one another in love, which requires being intentional. Honor one another above yourselves, which is sacrificial, Never be lacking in zeal, but keep your spiritual fervor serving the Lord. Remember that in the middle of all of this, it is essential that we we pursue Jesus, that we get close to God in worship, that we lift up a daily moment of prayer to Him, that we connect with Him because that's that's the missing ingredient. If you can't figure out how to honor somebody in your house, if you can't figure out how to honor your parents, may, I don't know your story, maybe there's a broken relationship between you and your parents and the fact that this is one of the Ten Commandments pains you How do I honor somebody that's done this or that to me? I get it. But there's a missing ingredient there. It's God. That's right in the middle of this passage. He says, never be lacking in zeal. Keep your spiritual fervor. Serve the Lord. See, when we bring God into our relationships, even when when it's hard, when it is sacrificial, when people don't deserve it, we are able to give honor because we know about the honor that He's given to us, even when we don't deserve it. And so get on your knees, worship Him every day, pray every day. This is key to a successful relationship in this season. And then finally, right here is the why. Verse 12, and you'll be joyful in hope and patient in affliction and faithful in prayer. When we show honor to one another, honor which is given and not earned, it gives us more joy in our relationships. It gives us more hope in our relationships. It gives us patience even in seasons of affliction like the one we are in right now. Right now your patience may be thinner than ever. I get it. So choose to show honor and watch it grow. And when you pray, ask God to be a part of this process to to soften your heart to show you ways to honor moments to honor to give you the power of the Holy Spirit to show honor when it's difficult to show honor and I believe he answers those prayers because we know they're in his will your whole home is going to benefit from you showing honor kids Honor your parents by showing them kindness and joy and patience and understanding even when you're not sure if they deserve those things. Serve them without asking for something in return. Show them value in a way they best receive it. When you do that, it makes it easier for them to do the same for you, but more importantly, it makes you more like Jesus, which is a very good thing. Husbands, show your wives honor and do it intentionally. Honor her in front of others always speak honor over your wife in the presence of somebody else. Always show her honor when no one else is watching, when no one else is looking, do the things that bring her value to make her feel seen. They want to, your wife wants to feel seen by you. And I know you're stressed about work or finding work. And I know you're stressed about what's going to happen next. And I know make sure that the person in your home feels seen by you. Wives, show honor to your husbands and do it sacrificially i know it's hard i know i know it may feel like they don't understand they don't get it they don't see we are called to a culture of honor show honor in your home just not not just today but every day i know it's mothers day and you better be showing honor today your whole day better be an agenda of honor but every day, every day after this, every day going forward when this season ends and life starts to, to level out again and you get back into your rhythms and and, and the and it feels like the pressure is releasing or, or maybe different pressures come, continue to show honor. Because if you could do it in this season, and I believe you're gonna come through it with a stronger marriage than you went into it with. Yeah, you know, at The Gathering Church, we have a culture of honor. We, we, do, we believe in it. We believe it's so important to honor one another. To honor the people that we serve with, to honor the people who, who we are a part of the body of Christ with. We don't, we don't speak ill of one another. We, we don't hurt one another. We protect one another. We care for one another and we honor one another. We have a culture of honor. And right now, the gathering church isn't just one big, big gathering of people together because we're gathering in homes all over the place. Make sure that the gathering church in your home maintains that same culture of honor. Do it for the people that you live with. Do it for the people uh, that you've moved out of their homes. Do it for your parents, wherever they are. Show them that honor that is so important to our culture and to being a follower of Jesus. If you're here today and you've never entered into a relationship with Jesus and maybe you've always felt this piece missing relationally, you've known that it was important to care for the people in your life and to care for your spouse or your children or to, to be kind to your parents. Maybe you've known those things, but it's been hard. And you've been able to figure out what that missing piece was how do you connect these things how do you actually do this well followers of jesus have a secret it's jesus he makes us better i don't believe that having the holy spirit in my life and my heart makes me better than you i think it makes me better than me and it gives me the ability to do these things and and i want that for you as well and so if you're watching today wherever you are you don't you, don't, you know you don't have to check off a a long list of things to to enter into the kingdom of God, Jesus did all the work for you on that cross. All you have to do is say yes. If that's you this morning with every head bowed, every eye closed in your living room, in your kitchen, wherever you are, just say this prayer with me. Heavenly Father, thank you for the way that you make me feel honored and valued. Thank you for caring for me even when I didn't deserve it. Thank you for forgiving me for every mistake that I've ever made, every sin I will ever commit. Forgive me, Lord. I give my life to you. I give myself to you. I give everything that I am from this moment forward to you. Fill me with your spirit. Make me new. In Jesus' name, amen. 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 If you just prayed that prayer, please let us know. Please, please, please fill out a connect card and let us connect with you. You're a part of a family now. We want to help you with your next steps. And uh, there, there's other ways you can connect with us. We have an incredible prayer team that prays for has been praying for you this whole time. Please let them know how. Fill out one of those connect cards and give a prayer request and our team will lift you up. And uh, we would love to help you get connected to this church in any way. If, if you're new here, let us know how and how we can get you on this dream team or what, whatever it is. Just know that you can connect with us in that place. This is also when we worship through giving. We believe giving is worship. Our church has been so generous through this season. I know that a lot of people are hurting financially. And I believe those are the moments when the church needs to be the most generous so that we can bless our communities and care for one another. And that's what we've been trying to do. And if this is your home, we invite you to partner with us in giving as well. Let's pray one more time as we close. And and today, Jesus, we just thank you so much for being you, for showing us how to do this, God, for always loving so well and for modeling what it looks like to love even those who do not deserve it, God, for modeling what it looks like to love by loving us. We worship you. We honor you. We give you all that we are today. In Jesus' name, in Jesus' name, amen.